I'm Tyler. I'm JT. I'm Craig. We're breaking down another horror movie on Scared Smithless. Whoever is bitten by a werewolf and lives becomes a werewolf himself. Enough time for one more story. I bid you welcome. Sometimes that is better. He came home. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I see dead people. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. What an excellent day for an exorcism. Oh boy. Welcome back. Continuing our Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Insidious. Yeah, if I keep covering James Wan movies, I'm going to start having trouble sleeping. It's already affected my sleep. <laughs> yeah, and I actually like... Well, that and two kids. Oh, that, that doesn't help. I don't understand how the actors and actresses in these movies, they have to have something written in their uh, contract like counseling after the filming of the movie, right? Like, that's that's a thing. I'm sure they have people on set, some kind of counselors or professionals. I don't think it affects them that much. I don't know how no one's gone full Heath Ledger. (laughs) Wow. And just, you know, we're done. (laughs) But no, this, this, Patrick Wilson, that's his name, right? Did I say that correct? I think that. You pronounce Patrick Wilson correctly? Patrick. My middle name's actually Patrick. There's not too many ways to pronounce Patrick. I don't know why I struggled saying that. Just remember. Patrick Wilson. Patrick. Is it Patrick, Patrick. Wilson? Patrick. Is that am I saying that right? I, I want it to be that. <laughs> <laughs> it's French. It's like juicy smoy. <laughs> what did he say? Oh, the H is silent. <laughs> yes. No, I need to start with an S. Though. I feel like his performance in this wasn't as good as it's been in the Conjuring. Yes, both of the Conjurings. Why? I think maybe he probably. I feel like probably he was in this before. I, I don't know when those movies came out compared to when this one came out, but I think his acting got better. He mailed this one in. He's <laughs> like, this is all I got. 2010? Yep. This was released? Or 2011? He didn't even see his own kids, <laughs> let alone the ones in the movie. American-Canadian supernatural horror film. So it was written by, by Lee Wannell. Yeah, several big name actors in this yeah. one, yeah. which is surprising. This only had a one point five million dollar budget, and it grossed it made, ninety. Yeah, I made almost a hundred. No, but you think of the the name actors that are in this. That is that is a shockingly low budget to me. Yeah, start somewhere and become name actors. Okay, the only you think several of these person? got their start from this movie? I, I think. Could, yeah, yeah, I think it was a big break for them anyway. Yeah, so for, Patrick um, Wilson, Rose Byrne, Barbara right. Hershey's been around for a while. Yeah, the one from. Um, Something about Mary? Yeah. No, Barbara yes. Hershey is the oh, no, no. Gene Hackman's love interest in Hoosiers. Oh, he bagged himself a wild one. <laughs> <laughs> that is her. She aged better. Yeah. I don't know. She must have had some work done. Lynn Shea is the one you're thinking of, John Pill. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, that is her. She has good cheeks. <laughs> she does have good cheekbones. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, something about Mary, the sun, suntanned raisinettes. Yeah. <laughs> Frankenbeans. Frankenbeans. <laughs> I didn't also really... Lee Wan L, co-writer of Saw. Yep, co-writer of Saw. Did he co-write this? Yeah, he. I think he. He was the only writer of this. I'm pretty sure. Oh wow. Yeah, you're right. He wrote the first and second one, and then he actually wrote and directed the third one. Mm. 
active Stay imagination. Tuned. Is it an active imagination that he has, or did he experience something growing up? I always wonder that about these movies. Like, where does the idea of something so dark come from? Hell. <laughs> We're going to have to let the uh, the listeners do their own research. Well, you guys write in, email us. Let All us we know, know is doing. what we know, and we don't know. And don't send in something called drinking, because that's not going to cut it. We want something more... I'm trying to save us... Original. Angry emails. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't write that. He didn't direct that. Oh, he co-wrote that. He didn't fully write that by himself. He You're paid. wrong. You're wrong. He paid some. You're a big fat phony. <laughs> I love you that. You live in your mom's basement. <laughs> and you probably have Kool-Aid here. So, yeah. Insidious, as we said, directed by James Wan, written by Lee Wannell. Two sequels. Yes. Three sequels. Two. Yep. Uh, three sequels are working on, well, no. There's been four, and they're working on a fifth. Jeez. Who's in it? And, um, I have no idea. Rebel Wilson. Got that far yet. Yeah, Owen Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Oh, Rebel Wilson. The one from Arrested, the, the, the Redhead? No. No. Isn't that her name? Are you talking about Opie's daughter? Oh, my goodness. Wow. You need to stop. Yes. Well, isn't that her name? Stop no, digging, her name John Tell. Bryce Dallas stop digging. Howard. You, oh. you don't climb out with a shovel, John Tell. Stop digging. I've been digging. watching a lot of Arrested Development. Oh, goodness. Sorry. That's on me. So, anyway, Patrick Wilson, Rose Byrne, Barbara Hershey. I I think the biggest name in this at the time was probably Barbara Hershey. She's a, an older actress. She's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, I've only seen her in this in Hoosiers. <laughs> her career's she's done well. But these were up-and-coming actors, Patrick Wilson and Rose Byrne. They'd been in smaller things. Well, I say smaller things, but other things. They were, uh, like Rose Byrne was in the Star Wars prequels. Yes. Uh, she was in 28 Weeks Later. Oh, she was in Bridesmaids. She's, uh. That came out the same year as Insidious. Oh, you're right. It did. Wow, what a. She made her money that year. Yep. Opposite ends of the spectrum there. Yes. (laughs) Says she was in Troy's. Or Troy. I don't remember her in Troy. Me neither. Get him to the Greek. She's in that movie? I didn't realize that. That came out after this, I'm sure. So with how this movie starts, Craig, you come up on a family, seemingly there's four or five occupants. Patrick Wilson and Rose Byrne are married. They have three children, two young boys and a baby daughter. Ty Simpkins actually plays Dalton, the oldest boy. He looks familiar. Yeah, it's from Iron Man 3. Yes, that's it. Yep. Oh, that, that, that came out after this movie or before? Yeah, he also plays in Real Steel with Hugh Jackman. Oh, right. that's him? That's yep. a little... Oh, good for him. I love that name, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. You can either be a... Never mind. <laughs> You're going to say something super, super... <laughs> I'm going to edit all that out. Okay. We start with, yes, a family of five and a house. And it seems... Fairly normal. I think they've just moved in, right? Because yeah, but they were still trying to find some things. Yeah, they're yeah, un- they're they're unpacking. There's a big house too, right? The okay. creakiest house I've ever heard yes. in my life. Which you should have known something when you were doing the walkthrough before you bought it. But <laughs> this house is too creaky. Yep. Tyler um, made a good point that if this house is, I don't know, three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars on the lowest point, if you're buying it off the market, he's a teacher. 
How is he affording this place? Yes, Patrick Wilson is a teacher, and his wife is not working because she's working on her music and being a mom. So, yeah, right. I'm telling you right now, there is absolutely no way they are living in a house this nice off of just his teaching salary. Yeah, we know teachers, and they don't no. they don't make that much. No, you don't go into teaching for the money. No, um, no they're so paid to the point, and as the you know, as as we gradually let you know what's going on in the movie, they move to an yeah. even nicer house. Right. <laughs> All so of I this know. happening on a teacher's salary. Long story short, the son falls into a coma. What they think is a coma. Not. Falls and smacks his head. Yeah, he falls. He falls in an attic, and right. then he's he's okay from that. But then the next morning, they can't get him to wake up. So they think that this fall that he had in the attic kind is what caused it. him to fall into this coma. Right. Yeah. So he's uh, being cared for in in his house in the family's home, and weird happenings start taking place. Yeah, like Renee hears some type of. Whispering on the baby monitor at first, yeah, at first. yeah, and turns into more than whispering. She took yeah. her time though. There's no way if I have a child was in that? another room that if I hear voices, I'm going to that room. She's like, hmm, I wonder what they're gonna say. I hope you're not talking about me. <laughs> she just listened. <laughs> oh, I hate her shoes. <laughs> See, my and they don't even address it as this being a possibility, but I know that these look like older baby monitors. Yeah. And I know that baby monitors can pick up radio signals. So that would right. have been my uh, thought, was that, that it's picking up a radio point. station. Yep. Like I science. mean, it's, it would still be creepy. And obviously, that's not what's happening here. One sends and one receives as far as baby monitors go. And what happens is there's this shouting over the baby monitor. And it wakes the baby up. So she hears it over the monitor. So it had to be in the room with the baby. That's true. So Well, if it woke the baby if up. If it right. woke the baby up, right. Yeah, I never did pick up what it was saying, but it was just saying, just, was, I don't think it was anything I want it now. I want it. I yeah. want it now. Yeah, and then it screams now. And it Give it to me. Look at me. It's Heath Ledger. Yes. Heath Ledger's haunting the family. He's pissed off about the Olsen twins. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah, and then other just your standard things, hearing noises. Oh, the younger brother makes a comment. He doesn't want to stay in the room with Dalton anymore. And his mom says, well, why not? He says, he scares me when he walks around at night. I'm like, that's too dang bad. And Dalton is in what they are calling a coma. We can barely afford this house as it is. (laughs) I'm a teacher. On a a teaching salary. (laughs) We're all going to be bunking together if this keeps up. (laughs) But no, he had every right to be uh, scared because... They're definitely past the, oh, well, it's just new house sales. It's not right, being addressed, right. though. So yeah. there's actually more underlying things in this story that were not being given as far as, like, me and my home growing up. If my brother was sleepwalking at night, mom would have found out that morning at breakfast. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, not, like, several days later. Like, right. oh, yeah, he's just been walking yeah. around. This is stuff, this is stuff my you brother tell me. That's yes. in a coma. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yes. I forgot yeah. about even that. Not part. only sleepwalking, but sleepwalking from a coma. Yeah. I struck yeah. out and kickball is not important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Josh and Renee are in bed one night. They're actually talking about some of the things going on, and there's a loud pounding at the front door. What the hell is that? So yep. Josh goes down to investigate. He doesn't find anyone. Goes back upstairs and the home security alarm goes off. What well, he uh, he goes down to check and, and the, the front door is wide open. Doesn't he see someone down there though? No, no. The first time he goes down there, he he goes to flip the light on and the bulb goes out. So he uses yeah, the flashlight. Yeah, on the front porch. 
Right. To to look. And then the baby starts crying. So Renee goes to check on the baby. Oh, yeah. And, there's and then a there's someone standing. Room. Yeah. There's, 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 there's is that a dude. Sting, the wrestler? <laughs> is that who that is? <laughs> <laughs> Looks but like it. There's a dude in the, ba- in, in the baby's window. <laughs> With his yes. bat and his and- <laughs> In his trench coat. He is wearing a trench coat. He doesn't have a leotard also. (laughs) And she she screams. So he runs back upstairs, says, what's going on? Can't find anyone. Can't find anybody. And then the alarm goes off. Now we're calling the cops and we're all leaving. Right. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm wheeling my son's hospital bed out of the house. And that was... I might get him. That was after. So so then he goes downstairs to check, and the front door is standing wide open. The door that he had just locked... Dead bolted nope. and chain locked. No, why don't right, we're leaving? How do? Yeah. How are you not already approaching the situation with some sort of tennis racket, bat, golf club? Yeah, like the alarm. start off shotgun. It's like, huh? The alarm's going off. I guess I'll walk down the stairs. Vulnerable as can be. <laughs> <laughs> don't attack. Yeah, that's why you need to be protected. Right. ADT. Of course. <laughs> Finding out what we find out in this movie that wouldn't have done him any good. <laughs> yeah. What he needed was the Jackhawk. I need the, the, the ghost. I need a. Uh, Rick Dalton's flamethrower off of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> Kill it with fire. <laughs> you're going to light your entire home on But hey, you're going to get rid of whatever was <laughs> the issue. Yep. Josh starts staying later at school. Shows him call home one day from his classroom after school is let out. and Why, He leaves a, a message that he's going to have to stay late. Stay late to grade papers. Do you think that was a ploy just because so, he had yeah. to deal with stuff? Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. They, and they, they talk about that. They don't really go too much into that after this point, but talk about how he, he avoids situations, those stressful situations. And I imagine that would be, be really It would be, difficult. but it, I mean, it's kind of a dirtbag move. It is. Kids all day. Right. Isn't that stressful? I would be <laughs> it like, is. oh, there's a ghost. I'll be right. home. But it's your family. And, and not just that, but you know your wife's dealing with all of this and having to pick up the slack with you not being there. So and he's been probably she finally confronts him one night. Oh, she's changing his sheets. Yeah, the home health nurse leaves one day, and she's changing Dalton's sheets, and down by his feet, there is a bloody handprint. It's, it's a red handprint on right. his sheets. I, I think we're supposed to assume it's blood. It looks I like blood. It's, it's not hot sauce. I think, no. <laughs> I think the first thing I would ask, I would be calling the nurse. Right. That, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Like, what have you been doing to yeah. my son? Or I mean, it could or be, just yeah. Right. Did you, did did you see this? Him? Yeah. She does confront Josh when he comes home, and basically says, "I think like our house ten is o'clock at home. night." Yeah, it's ten thirty. He's like, uh, uh, I was grading tests. Oh, it sounds like now, you're in a strip club. You just you woke up. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're grading really? tests at the strip club. Yeah, <laughs> that's why there's that's literal not over. working. You can bring that stuff home to do. He said, I got kicked out of the strip club. She's like, you've worked at the school for years and you've never had to come home late like this. Certainly not several nights in a row. Is that the point where he uses tenure? <laughs> he never does. <laughs> you keep bringing up tenure. <laughs> I, I don't think I fully. It's like grasped. you learned a new word today and you I just know. want to keep using it tenure like i'm tenured mm. yes <laughs> what does that even mean in your marriage chantel i think your use of tenure is shallow and pedantic <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut up. i have tenure babe so i'm allowed to he be at the strip club to grade these papers. backing into that tenure <laughs> um i think it's around this point where she has another encounter yeah it's this night because she he's sleeping on the couch yep she okay. sees someone so do I have this right? So they're, it looks like they're upstairs bedroom and the baby's room, which are right next door to each other. I'm trying to paint a picture a little bit here. I think the, the master bedroom and the baby's bedroom are side by side upstairs. And I think there's windows, the outside windows in these two rooms lead out onto some kind of. Like a deck or. Yes. Yeah, like a, 
And it's upstairs, so it would right. be like a like a widow's walk almost. Yeah. That's well, obviously, if you have a widow's walk in your house, you're gonna have bad things happen. Yeah, and you're not gonna have a widow's walk <laughs> if you're living off of a teacher's salary and nothing else. Just I can't get past that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she sees someone walking back and forth on this widow's walk outside the window. It you know walks by. When it comes back, it's inside of her room. James Wan is so good at just these unexplainable things happening, but just the the timing of it and the the music. And I know music is usually a cheap scare, but man, this, there are things in these in his movies that get me every single time. And I've seen them even movies I've seen before. Like, I've seen the Conjuring movies multiple times. One thing I kept saying during the viewing of this is how I like James Wan. He's a great creator. But I hate these movies with the kids and the demons and just, like, like it makes Why? me all the more wonder what happened to him as a kid. We, we, that's something that we've not touched on. But if anyone knows, let, let us know. Because, like, why is he making these scary movies? Makes money. Kids are vulnerable. Kids are what we look at as right, innocent, but vulnerable. Right. And so anything involving kids, certainly anything evil involving kids, kind of ramps up the sense of urgency or the the stakes. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that makes more right. sense. But he, you're right. Um, several of his movies do have to do with kids. I hope he doesn't have kids. Young kids. <sighs> So, anyway, so this demon, what we find out is a demon. I keep calling it a demon. We haven't really established that yet. It it's a man. Sting? It's yes. Sting. It's yes. the Sting demon again. Like, from, like, just think of WWF or WCW. Just think of that Sting. Yep. That's who, that, that's just our bat. showing bat. up in your bedroom. With a bat and a leotard. She screams and well, I don't think anything happens. I think he comes after her and Josh comes running upstairs. And when he gets inside and she turns the lights on, there's nothing again. So she's she's realizing that these things are happening. But every time Josh shows up, it's gone. So she doesn't want Josh to think she's crazy. And she says, "I, I we need to be out of this house. I can't I can't stay here anymore. How much money do you think that set them back? Like they, the whole move? Because they did it quick. I mean, you do whatever you had to for your family and your wife. But I'm just like, hey, it's going to take us like six months. I hope you know that. Yeah, we're, we're living... Well, in a house on wheels. Huh? Because I am a teacher. That's what he does. He just gets them in the mobile. It's a minivan. Anytime he's um, haunted, he drives off. We're Don't living in a van down by the river. We're taking it with us when we leave here next yep. month. So they move. Josh, being the good husband that he is, agrees to move. So that, now they're in another like nice house. Probably nicer than the one they're already in. I don't understand this. I do have this a theory. This is something that is not that big of a deal, but I cannot get past it. I do have a theory after watching the this movie this last time. You never see the baby again. Wait, what? They may have sold their baby. <laughs> what? You think that's a, I don't think that's they how they got a new theory. I, after they move, you don't see the baby again. I'm just saying. So he got on like the dark web. <laughs> desperately need to move out of the house. Yep. Have a baby for, for, for taking. Yep. We went from three kids to one in a really short period of time. <laughs> we will trade if need be. Yes. Renee immediately starts having visions and issues at the new house now. So um, She could just be needy. <laughs> we addressed that part. Agreed. However, we are seeing the things that are actually happening yep. to her. We Luckily, we get her perspective and not Josh's where yeah. his wife just constantly screams and he comes and there's nothing going on. Yep. We get the little dancing boy and... Uh. Uh, um. Which this I don't know if you guys first here. I don't know if you guys saw it, but you actually saw the little boy in the washroom when she walked by. Yes. Yeah. 
I, I've up. forgotten about that, yep. so I didn't notice it, but um, I did see that before one of the early times that I saw this movie. I, I, I wasn't quite sure what we were looking at. Yeah, so one of the earlier times I saw this movie, I, I did notice that, and it made me jump. And it, it, was, it just happens in passing. There's no attention drawn to it in the movie. Right. But yeah, there's definitely that little boy's quality. This was this is also the point in the movie where we first she's playing a a, a record, I think. Yeah, and it, like it cuts out and it turns um, to tiptoe through the tulips by <laughs> Boy George. Is that who that song's by? Oh, what a weirdo. Yeah, he He's got a... arrested for pedophilia. <laughs> like, that, that, was Good a, voice, that, that was in the papers. That is that is a... Uh, I couldn't hit those notes. That I, is not someone you want to hear. I thought I was... not worried about your house being haunted. Was born, no. Is what's worse, your house being haunted or Boy George being there? Boy no. George being there. <laughs> or your house being haunted by Boy George. Oh, He's always sitting on your couch with his legs crossed, oh. smoking a cigarette and ashing <laughs> on your carpet. <laughs> no. He's just—he's just sitting there, just peeing in the middle of your rug. He's like, um, that smells like lemonade, doesn't it? <laughs> Flamethrower. No, I thought it was Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> I seriously <laughs> thought that that's what we were viewing. Why? Because like the old time. Tiny... the same hat. Well, maybe I don't know what the man looks like. Okay, you wore a uh, a bowler hat. Is that what those are called? It's not a bowler hat, John Dell. A bowler hat. Bowler. Yeah. Okay, say uh, it with me. Bowler. bowler. <laughs> Barbara Hershey shows up at this point. Josh's mother. Jo- yeah, Josh's she is mother. Josh's yeah. mother. And she is useless. Where she's been the whole time, I don't know. <laughs> she's like... She tells them that she had a dream about their new house. She was inside. She, uh, it was nighttime, and she walked into Dalton's room, and some sort of entity was standing in there. In the corner. Yeah, and we see what she saw in her dream. He's gambling and shooting dice. And then <laughs> I think that... <laughs> The biggest jump scare of the movie is they're sitting at their dining room table and she sees the demon behind Josh. Yes. She just looks at him and there's this snarling, red-faced kind Darth of, Maul character. I was just, it kind of looks like Darth Maul. Yeah. That is exactly. Yep. I'm glad you I, you made that comparison because I was like thinking, like I've seen this guy somewhere, yep. but he was if, falling if you down look a up, tunnel. If you look up any <laughs> top ten scare scenes from any movies... It's got to be in the top ten. Yeah. If you know anything about this movie, you know, even if you've never seen it, you've probably seen this right. This clip before. Um, they decide to call someone that Josh's mother knows. And so this is where Tucker and Specs show up, who are comic relief from the movie. <laughs> yeah. We need this that. is where it gets... This is the, These are the best parts of the movie from here. Oh, the, yeah. The scenes that involve them. I enjoyed them. They're like yes. kind of one-up each other. Yeah. Right. They look like they're dressed like... College. They're dressed like, like they just got out, out from... Your, your mother's basement. Oh, no. They look like uh, no, Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Witness. There you go. Yep. That's a better analogy. Or yes. Mormon. They don't have a bite. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they're they're doing all of the Someone stole fancy investigating with the EMF readers. And, right. But apparently they're the team that comes in and kind of gets the feelers out for Preps and decides if right. Elise needs to come in. Right. right. They're and, the super surfer. And yes, they're the silver yeah. surfer to whatever that <laughs> weird yep. thing was. So they determined that Elise needs to come in. Yes, Elise played by Lynn Shay, Lynn Shay of Detroit Rock City fame. What is that? Dumb and Dumber. Oh, she has a born. <laughs> Who is she in Dumb and Dumber? She's the 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 woman from the beginning that Jeff Daniels is 
priming the pets for. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets it a wiener schnitzel. Yeah, and like there's ketchup and mustard all over him and hot dogs. That is her. I Listen, forgot. Snoogie Burger. Yeah, <laughs> Nooga porn. <laughs> that is totally her. So she shows up and she's kind of the expert, the paranormal expert. Yeah, um, from expert to expert. She explains what's happening. That Dalton is not actually in a coma he is able to astral project which for those of you that aren't familiar with that it is the or the out-of-body experience where people can your soul leaves your, your yeah body. i don't know how much accuracy there is to this but the 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 story is that people can leave their body and move about through the astral and, plane yes through the astral plane and that dalton is able to do this very well, well and has been not- able to since he was a baby but didn't realize, doesn't understand what he's doing, and has gotten lost in the, the paranormal further, the, realm. The she purgatory. Calls, yes, she oh, calls Lord. it the further. She says that his physical body is nothing but an empty vessel right now, and he can't get back to it because he's stuck in what she calls the further. Well, so, then he's obviously not that good of an astral projector, like, as you just claimed. And there are <laughs> entities that are trying to take over his physical body because they realize it's an empty physical vessel that they can manifest. And she said some of them are just people that have died that want to be back in the living world, but several of these entities are evil. They are insidious. Yeah, that's right. Rogue credit. I think she looks right at the camera and says insidious. She breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. She says insidious and winks at the camera. Oh, right. that's the and name of the thing. Like, says Patrick Wilson. They cut her a check right then and there. Yep. She just walked yep. off the set. Roll credits. She explains that the, that it takes a great deal of energy for an entity to take over Dalton's physical body. But the longer he's trapped in the further, the longer he's away from his physical body, the weaker the link becomes. For him to get back? For, for not just him to get back, but... For nothing else to be able to take over his physical body. Right. And she said, the Weaker thing body is. that is the closest right now is a, I don't know if she says demon, but that's basically what it is. An evil it's spirit. Evil. An evil spirit. Sting. <laughs> Vince McMahon. No, this is, nothing, this is the red face. This is the Darth Maul. This is Darth Maul. That wants to cause pain right. to other people. And yeah, last time we saw him, he got cut in half. <laughs> yes, falling so she's down saying, a tunnel. That's why he has hooves for feet. <laughs> if, we, that makes if we can't get Dalton back, more than likely this is the entity that's going to take over his body. And, and we probably don't have much longer. Um, we get a, just, uh, This was kind of a filler, I felt like, because Josh is like absolutely against it. Basically goes, kicks him out of his house. Right. And then he goes up to Dalton's room. Yeah, Renee's yeah. upset. Uh, he goes up to Dalton's room and asks Dalton to tell him how to help him. And a picture falls off of his bulletin board, and it was a picture that he had drawn of this demon. demon. And then he's looking at the other pictures, and there's a red door. Can we address that though, you, like, don't you? You don't look at your kids' pictures. I mean, right. I would not think even a glance after months. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. What is this? Right. You guys, like, maybe, you guys maybe they had did, to, but they hadn't made this connection. Right. Okay. Well, any you guys had that my to. Kid does, I'm trying to make money off of. Yeah. It. <laughs> so, so what is this? I you, can't sell this. <laughs> Dalton didn't hang these pictures up. You guys hung these pictures up in his room. <laughs> they did that? Yes, because he's been in a coma for three months. Well, maybe he hung oh. them up and they just left them there. All right, but No, so this is a new house. True. They would have come from the old house, but my thing is you would have noticed at some point. Drawing him into sleep? I don't understand how both of these parents did not like, hmm, 
I think oh, we're supposed to understand that they did. They've seen the pictures, but they they haven't made they the connection put it together. before. Okay, well, I'm calling Chopper. Maybe himself. he's a big. Maybe our son's Someone just a will big. Be coming to your house and talking. Maybe our son's just a big fan of Deadpool. Oh, could be. Yeah. Is Deadpool even out then? No, the comic was. Oh, well, right. So Josh goes from not believing to believing in like five minutes of film time. Right. <laughs> so they bring back it's Elise, like Angels in the Outfield, Tucker and Specs. <laughs> they get it set up for. <laughs> That's, <what I'm... laughs> That's awesome. Uh, they get it set up for Elise is going to travel into the further. They call this astral projecting. They call it um, traveling. So Elise has the ability to do this. She puts on this wild looking. I don't know, World War II gas mask? Yes. What was that about? Yeah. And I figured was it out. getting high? That's what I thought at first. <laughs> was but apparently s- the hose goes directly to um, Specs' ears. Yeah, so Specs so, is wearing so, so she can just, headphones. Even as she whispers, you know, he can hear what she's saying. Yeah, she said, I will be speaking while I'm in the further, but it will be very, very quiet. Right. And Specs will write down what I'm saying. Specs will be able to hear me, and he'll write down what I'm saying, and he'll tell you what I'm saying. Sounds so, sketchy. that gas mask roaring? Was at college parties and people had marijuana, marijuana <laughs> attached to the end. What do you <laughs> so call that? Looks like. Is that? It's like a gas mask. Well, I know that, but it's like, is that? Oh, your hot boxer. Your hat's a hot box. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see a thing. <laughs> Just You've so been told. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I've been told. Don't do so, drugs, kids. So. That's what she was doing in their living room. <laughs> um, so she goes in. We don't we don't get to see where she's at, but we get to hear what she's saying to Specs. He's writing it down and telling her. So she finds Dalton. Was he writing or drawing? I couldn't understand. Oh, that. he was writing. He words. was writing. Oh, yeah. all right. It shows what that. he's writing down. Yeah. And she's talking about it being dark. Um, I think she's also saying what Dalton is saying, or Specs can hear what right. Dalton is saying. Something about you won't let him go. Yeah, you have to be quiet or he'll hear you. Right. He heard you. Help me. Right. He wrote help me over like three pages. So she finally comes back to there's like light bulbs breaking and pictures. Yeah, they got these these pictures. They're atmospheric sensing cameras. Yeah. And Dalton uh, shows up in the real world um, from his bed. He's now standing next to Josh and he starts um, what I call it in Dragon Ball Z. Kamehameha. Oh. <laughs> He's gone Saiyan. Super Saiyan. He starts Super Saiyaning people all over the room. <laughs> wait, we got to get a different term. Um, Sting what? shows back up and licks Renee's face. That was cool. Uh, it's called teleport something. Instant something. Instant teleportation? Yes. All I know is it's morphin' time. Instant transmission. I never understood yeah, this, but this. Yep. Um, I'm such a nerd. We gotta yeah, keep yeah. moving. Yeah, you're like three steps behind me, John. So this does, so this doesn't work. Elise says he's he's stuck in there and, and he can't get out. The demon has him, and so Lorraine, Josh's mother, comes back the next day. And she explains to Josh that the reason Dalton has this ability and the reason that I know Elise is because you used to do this when you were younger. You got lost in the further once. And Elise helped get you back out. So why have we never addressed this? I'm like, a, I'm a grown man. I have a family. You don't think this is something at age 18 you should have told me? She, she <laughs> says that there was a there was an old, you used to be terrified of an old woman. And I used to not believe you. And then I noticed on pictures that I was taking, there were certain pictures. And she shows him the photographs where she can see the old woman. Again. And Josh doesn't remember any of this because Elise 
I don't know, brainwashed him? Yeah, yeah. some quaaludes. Yeah. <laughs> Something, I don't know. I don't know what would wipe your mind to that point if you if, like, think about Drugs. us. <laughs> she, yes, did so. the, she did the frozen rock troll thing, too. Yeah, there you go. You do not remember. <laughs> she said, now you understand why you don't like having your picture taken. Oh, yeah, yeah, She. I, I do remember that line. And so we see in these photographs that this old woman appears in all of these photographs with, with Josh when he was a kid. So she says, the only way to get Dalton back is for you to travel into the further and get him yourself. And then you find out he's on a no-fly list or something <laughs> weird like that. So yes. He can't even yeah. go in there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand. TSA. <laughs> Astro World TSA. Like, I rest them. He had like Loki, so like Loki much show. stuff up his rectum. Oh, way up there. So much way up there. It's like, you've actually been off the fly list for a long time. I can't believe your mom didn't tell you this. <laughs> so Josh agrees to go into the further, and he does, and this sets up the last 20 minutes of the movie. I um, I don't think I want to venture into the further. No. no there's no way. If I, had I don't the- even know how to describe this. If you guys haven't seen this movie, you need to watch it. Yes. Come back and then just listen to us talk about it, because I'm not going to waste time trying to explain no. this. No. No. It is it is wild. Right, it's like a bad acid trip. The best, yes. a oh, really bad acid. Trip. Very bad one. Imagine someone throwing a burlap sack over your head and tossing you into like a pool that's twelve feet deep with weights. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, if you've seen that some of horrible. the uh, some of the tripping scenes from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, go. just imagine that, but nightmare. <laughs> can't stop here. This is back country. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get in. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yep. So he, this is just wild. You can even he sees all kinds of stuff in here. There's people that, um, the only way I know how to describe this, have you ever seen the movie The Cell with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Lopez? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a wild one. That's a state time. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. So she has the ability. She's a psychiatrist. I think it's in the future. They have this technology that allows her as a psychiatrist, a child psychiatrist, to connect herself to her patients. And she can actually go inside like their astral heads. projecting, yeah. go into their brains. That's yeah. like it's a physical place, and that's how she can help them with whatever they're dealing with. All I remember There's about a that movie serial is killer killing women. He has another one that he's captured, and he's about to kill, and he ends up getting hurt, caught something. He goes into a coma, and that's his one. And they no, but oh. they know that she only has a limited amount of time. Um, they only have a limited amount of time before. This this woman dies because he'll put him in these traps to where it's slowly like in this case it's like going to fill up with water this tank that she's in and she's mm-hmm. going to drown but they don't know where she is oh but they have the killer and he's in a coma so he's no help because he's so they have her use that that technology to go into his brain nope. to find out and so she's going into the brain of a serial killer a psychotic like Buffalo Bill type there's serial. no way I can do that you're not even there's no amount of money that you could be paying me or but it's similar to how this like in the further it's just weird like wild not logical things happening oh. Vince Vaughn plays a lead investigator I think oh, really? he, and he goes in with her so there it's all I remember from that movie is a horse gets like split into like 17 pieces yeah gosh yeah yeah, and uh, yeah, Vince Vaughn has his guts slowly spun out onto a yeah. spit. It's yeah, all uh, that sounds. We horrible. can edit this out because I'm going into a movie that's not even <laughs> this one. But anyway, the further is so weird. Yeah, there's a, a old fashioned looking family that. Yeah, what was that? I have no idea. It's the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. It really is. I mean, think of stuff in nightmares where just illogical things, but it's like terrifying. It's, it's some kind of purgatory where they like. 
relive their last. Yeah, it's dark and yeah. it's wet. He finds Dalton. He ends up finding the red door from Dalton's drawing. So he's going toward the red door. He gets in a tussle with Sting. Yes. Yes, and he didn't have his bat this time. He fights him off. He finds Dalton, who's chained up in this room. And up above um, are Darth Maul demon. Yeah, is using an old-fashioned grinder to sharpen his fingernails. Yep. That would hurt. I would think so. (laughs) How did he break his fingers? Oh no! So now we've got Josh trying to free Dalton um, and fight off this demon who has hooves, by the way. Yes. Oh, their children would have hooves. <laughs> um, oh, that's awesome. So then there's just a bunch of running, running, chasing. Yeah, running and chasing, jump scares. Um, long story short, because I want to get to the ending of this movie. They get out. It takes a while, but they get out. Question mark. Yes, because. Before just before they get out, Josh is confronted by the old woman again. So he tells Dalton to go and run. Dalton ends up coming back through. He wakes up. He's okay. And Josh is still kind of yelling verbal Insults. altercation with this old woman. <laughs> so he ends up um, waking up as well. All of the every down. everything seems fine. The family, the mother, the grandma, and Dalton are in the kitchen. And Josh is in the living room still with Elise, and he hands something to Elise, and she all of a sudden gets a very concerned look on her face. She takes a camera, and she takes a picture, and Josh immediately snaps. Yep. Yes, he starts Since yelling You know I her, don't like that. Why would you do that? jumps her and starts strangling her. We cut away back to the kitchen, and Renee can hear a commotion going on in the living room, so she goes and checks. But again, she takes her time. Josh is not there. But Elise is dead in the chair, and she tries to find Josh, and she can't find him. She picks up the camera and looks at it, and we see that when Josh handed the photos to Elise, when she became concerned, his hand looked like... Old and decrepit? Yes. And so when she took the picture, the picture is of the old woman. So apparently, the old woman is what came back and took over Josh's body. Beat him back. Huh. So he's stuck in the... And stuck in the further. That's where the movie ends. Quite the plot. Twist. Dump, dump, dump. And that's where uh, part two picks up, which we'll handle next week. Cinema grades. Wow. Um, this was a B. I, I mean, I yeah. This, this a, did what it was supposed to do. I always appreciate these movies when they offer like they they can be scary, but you get some. I, I enjoyed Tucker and Specs. They were the best part of the movie. Agreed. I thought. I enjoy when you get some comic relief just to kind of help offset some right. of the. Dark foreboding. I actually don't have anything made up for this one because I was kind of on the edge of my seat throughout the entire time. I'm going to give this one, I'm going to give it a B as well. A B, yes, a straight B. I, I felt, agree. It is nice having uh, Tucker and Specs and it. Kind of gives you, gives your bladder time to refill. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I'm going to give this, like, out of 10, I'm going to give this seven traumatized kids. Seven traumatized kids? Yes, that's. Practically a C. Wow. <laughs> it's a solid me. B for me, too. <laughs> the entire movie, I hate when kids have to go through something that is completely not a bully, where they can at least kick sand or right. throw a rock. Well, this stuff is like, hey, yeah, you're in a, a world of spirits. Well, the red face guy's kind of a bully. Well, and, that, and that's the, and that's the, you were asking why that James Wan uses children. Well, that's why. Because it, you're more invested. They're, 
They're when you think of the old usually. slashers where you've got stupid, horny teenagers. Right. Smoking pot, like, having sex. You're not, you don't emotionally invest in the characters. Right. right. But if it's a it's like, well, seven-year-old kid, oh, he has his whole life ahead of him. He could be a lawyer or the president. Right. I don't know. He's in a an asylum because or, he's had a mental breakdown at nine years old. Or he could grow up to smoke pot and have sex. And still get murdered. And still get murdered. <laughs> but then, he won't be then, a little and kid. J- and then he's Jason's business. That's right. And then that's when I don't care anymore. If you, there's one thing we learned from those movies. If you smoke pot and have unprotected sex, don't work at a camp. Yep. I don't need to see Taking it. your life in your own hands. That's right. I don't right. see a reason to work at a camp then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that covers it. Let us know. Did we miss anything? I think we covered it pretty well. Um, send us an email. Scaredsmithlesspodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Next week, we're continuing our Happy Halloween month of October with... Insidious Chapter Two. Insidio dos dos. I don't. I don't speak very. I don't think that's it. No, I'm pretty sure you just insulted (laughs) half of our audience. And that's where we'll end it. As always, stay tuned. Stay scared. Thanks for dropping by. See ya. Mm